começo da Good morning, this is your wake up call. When you wear your face will frown, that will bring everybody down. So don't worry, be happy. Don't worry, be happy now. Don't worry. Don't worry, be happy. Don't worry, be happy. Don't worry, be happy. Don't worry, don't worry, don't do it. Be happy. Smile on your face. Don't bring everybody down. Don't worry. It will soon pass, whatever it is. Don't worry. Be happy. I'm not worried. I'm happy. Fresh 107.9. Your feel-good radio is just a dial away.
Good morning and welcome to the Tuesday edition of Freshly Pressed on Fresh 107.9 FM here in the city of Abelkuta. My name is Lulu Fatuju. Of course, on Freshly Pressed, we get to look into the papers, get some perspective from an analyst, and you're also able to share your thoughts on some of the stories that made the headlines. This morning, I have uh, the Paunch newspaper before me, I have the Vanguard, and I'll be taking some stories from other papers also that made the headlines uh, this Tuesday morning. That's the 12th of April, 2022. Let's get to the front page of the Paunch newspaper for the headlines. You have this, 2023, Tinumbu or Shibajo groups clash. Aregbe Sholami back vice president. That's on page two. It has this writer's vice president lost his pulling boot. We're not aware of his political relevance. That's coming from Lagos APC. Presidential race, not about big name, but capacity or Shimbajo grassroots organization. I have no son grown enough to challenge me. That's coming from Tinumbu. VP, close to us. That's coming from uh, Aregbeshola faction. That story is there on the front page of the Paunch newspaper. Her headlines, page 19, EU imports 40% of Nigeria's gas. Demand more. That's an interesting one. Page 20, imported vehicles. Customs slam 15% levy. Clearing agents plan strike. Page 19, over 5,000 debtors owe 10 federal government agencies 4.67 trillion naira. That's coming from the finance minister. Page 15, a train attack. Terrorists demand 16 detained commanders exchange for over 100 abductees. Page 19, the national grid collapsed twice to 10 megawatts. 33 megawatts last week. That's coming from a that's a, according to a federal government report. Page 12, no resumption without meeting our demands. Asu tells federal government. That story is on page 12 of the Point newspaper. Other headlines. Ogun Customs sees 102 million Naira marijuana. NDLEA seeks help. That's on page 9. Page 9 also, you have this. Why act council result of candidates involved in malpractices. Pages 4 and 5. Oceanal soldiers arrested for torturing, forcing man to hit, eat vomit. Oh my. Uh, page uh, 9, oh, another one here. Insecurity threatening 2023 elections. Can Sultan lament? Page 4. Lagos youth kills a girlfriend, sleeps with cops six days. Another one on the same page. Osinachi, please transfer case. Minister Khan youths demand justice. And finally, pages four and five, also the Metro pages of the Paunch newspaper. MCU Luomo's boys, tricycle members clash over park ticket sales. That's also something there in uh, the Paunch newspaper this morning. Quite interesting having a story having to do with MCU Luomo. That's uh, in uh, um, that's uh, in Lagos State having to do with park management. And also, there's some, some allegation about members of the park management in uh, Oyo State who were involved allegedly involved in uh, you know, some, uh, what's it called now, fracas in uh, the city of Ibano. Let's move from this now to other headlines in uh, other papers. Let's go to the Vanguard newspaper. 2023, I have no son, grown enough for presidency. That's coming from Tinumbu. Another one. Okay. Nigeria in the sorry state. Ex-Katsina governor, Sheo Shema. That's according to him there. Buhari is not problem of Nigeria. That's coming from uh, Loki Udu. Okay, taking other headlines there in uh, the Vanguard newspaper this morning. Don't jettison zoning south. Middle Belt leaders caution PDP. 
it's there also in the Vanguard newspaper. 2023, step down for, for Oshimbajo. Senator Aba Aji advises Tinubu also on 2023 presidency. 35 contenders, pretenders jostle for Buhari's job. That's uh, an opinion piece there in the Vanguard newspaper this morning. I see, take all the headlines uh, from the Vanguard newspaper. Stop instigating division in Bielsa. Senator, that's coming from Senator Siraki Dixon. Another one. 2023, allow Tinumbu to run. Joe Igbokwe tells Oshimbajo others. Interesting one. A strike. FG not against new welfare package for Asu, Sanu, others. That's coming from Inkige. Nigeria is dying under Buhari, says Governor Wike. That's an interesting story there also in the Vanguard newspaper this morning. That's as much as I'll be taking when it comes to headlines. In the papers, we go on a quick break. When I return, I'll be taking details of these stories before I turn into my analyst for some perspectives. Stick around. Television, smartphone, smartwatch, club jersey, at Bello, Bakpajulo, Lako Kodu Yi, Okolopo Tokia Yi, Iresi, Ororo, at Bello, no one let ni repete funji je. 3020, Lori MTN, ni go wait on the Fresh FM, or nati jebun, lo se se ti shusile. 3020. Uh, let's go get de- some some of the details. Am I trying to still get uh, you know everything to? Okay, you're trying to get details of some of the stories. Uh, but uh, I have in the studio with me this morning. Let's just start with let, let's start with one of the stories. Let's just go straight you know to analyze and some of the stories. Uh, Akim Karim, good morning, Akim Karim. Oh, uh, very well, thank you. Uh, let's start with uh, you know the stories that are coming out from you know the APC, the different reactions uh, to. The vice president, Dashiemi Oshimbaju, declaring his intention to contest the presidency. Um, 
we've been getting, I mean, different reactions. First, one of the reactions I, I got on social media to start with had to do with some of the words, some of the things they said. You know, you talked about building on... Uh, you know what this administration had done, and quite a number of youths. Uh, I saw reactions from them, and they were asking that, uh, "What exactly is he hoping to build on?" You know, that was p- partly some of the things they were asking. If he's saying he will build on what has been done by the current administration, they're saying they're not satisfied with what has been done by the administration. So I, I want you to take a look. Um, I don't know if you've gone through uh, his statement, as it were, you know, to take a look at some of the things he said. And besides this, then there's the reaction from others. Some are saying, uh, Joey Bukwe, for instance, in one of the headlines I took this morning, says uh, Oshimba just should step, step down for step aside for Tinubu to do, you know, to vie for contest the position. You have a reaction from uh, Lagos APC saying that um, even the vice president lost at his own polling unit, as it were, that he, you know, that there is also that, and they don't really know of his political antecedents, as it were. Now, there's various reactions coming from all sides. Tinubu also coming to say he has no son who is of uh, age to contest presidency, even though uh, we one would understand that the person who asked that question was referring to the vice president. What's your take on what's the old dynamics also coming from the faction having to do with Arik Bashola, and it's been said that they will, might be supporting the vice president eventually? Yes, it's all politics. It's time for politics. And in my estimation, uh, it's just about politics. Um, maybe probably a little about development. Maybe a little about um, national. But then do these politicians have a right to this? Yes, they do have a right to aspire. Like uh, we discussed about yesterday, every human being has a right to aspire, to vote, and to be voted for. As long as you have not been convicted of any crime, as long as you can, you belong to a political party, even by independent candidates and uh, a lot of people have said yes, uh, yes uh, the declaration took so long yeah, probably the man was consulting and uh, I think about the, the basics, fundamentals mm-hmm. and some of these basics are that uh, Mr. Vice President is constitutionally allowed to contest uh, for that position Mr. Vice President has the fundamental and inalienable right to aspire to any position and uh, anybody can also say that um, yes we have been talking about uh, betrayal betrayal and the likes i and, and I, I, I also i also I always like to answer when we talk about betrayal i always like to answer them with uh, allegedly the words of um <laughs> president minister for works and housing uh Raj is saying mm. who said may our loyalty never be tested mm. and i really doubt if there's any nigerian dead or alive who will pass the loyalty test. Mm. Now, it depends on who is testing your loyalty. And what I know from politics and leadership and followership is loyalty is a two-way thing. If, you, if I think, uh, if I expect loyalty from you as my leader, then there should be some uh, corresponding commensurate level of uh, loyalty to you, to me too, as a follower, right? Mm. And when it's, when, when it's not going the other way, when it's not going to achieve, achieve then may say that it has failed. But then coming to talk about the ambition, uh, I like I posted on one on, on my friend's Facebook, I were arguing and the PDP guy, my friend a, a local chairman in Kwara State and he was making jest of the APC. And I said to him, No, calm down, guy. In this at this time in twenty fourteen there was MPDP. Almost ten governors were already moving out of the PDP to join the APC. Mm. And now yeah, I think the APC is even trying to manage their frictions. 
Yes, the coming days will be tasty. The coming days will be full of tension. But then I think the most important thing is that everybody needs to play <coughs> by the rules of the game. The party APC has the prerogative on who to present, and uh, there are different channels to who to present as a presidential candidate. It could be by direct primaries, it could be by indirect primaries, it could be by consensus according to their constitution and even the electoral acts. And then let's see how this pans out. Let's see how this pans out. But I think the most important thing is that, one which I tell Nigerians that there are actually like 18 parties APC, PDP. Just two of them. There are, I think, 18 more or 16 more political parties. And in my own estimation, we should be less fixated about what the APC does or the PDP does. When there are alternatives, credible candidates should go to other parties and seek their uh, candidature and uh, aspire as long as they have a blueprint of what, how to take Nigeria out of this mess. Because I tell you, whether anybody is monitoring me or listening to me, the truth is that today, 12th day of April, Nigeria is in a mess. Mm. Mess. Maybe arguable. In, in, in terms of security in the, in the Northeast, uh, as it were? Lulu, we don't, we don't have to flog, flog, flog these issues. Because you, when, you, when, you you say, know, when you say mess, you know it's the, a blanket you know, you know, as it were. Yes, yes. You know the situation of the Nigeria economy. You know the state of the Nigeria security, security in Nigeria as, as it were. You know the state of our our healthcare infrastructures, you know, the state of our universities, where our universities are today. We'll you, get know, there. Okay. you know, many things. And so if there's any one word that aptly, from a mind of conscience, not a mind bad by statutes, not a mind bad or limited by the office you hold. I don't hold any office. The only office I hold today is the office of the head of human resource, Fresh FM. And we just not limit my conscience who does not in any way limit limit my conscience, mm. right? So my conscience is clear. And when I say it, I say it. I say it as I see it, right? So there are no limitation of statutes for me, no limitation of uh, laws made by a man mm. that doesn't give freedom to people, right? So in my estimation, yes. in my estimation, we are in a mess. We need somebody to clear this table. We need somebody, irrespective of the party, to clear. It could be from the PDP, it could be from the APC. But I appeal to Nigerians to be less fixated about the APC and PDP because in my own estimation, from 1999 till date, the totality of what we have in Nigeria today is a product of the APC and the PDP. Mm. It's a gross product. Is there such a word? A total cumulative product of the inefficiency and cluelessness of the APC and the PDP from 1999 till date. So if Nigerians are not fixated with Oshibajo, and Tinubu, now look at the way, even the way the Tinubu camp and the Shibaju camp have started a virtual war on social media. You will not imagine if they meet in a town hall, town hall meeting where ideas and, and cross-fertilization of opinion are supposed to take place. Uh, don't you think that, don't you think it's going to even be beautiful since they are almost of the same camp? I doubt, I, I doubt if... You know, it, it, it will be something where they share ideas. At How many times have Nigerian politicians shared ideas? I mean, they're, they're from the same they're, political camp. No, Lulu, you expect that they are from the same political camp. You expect that, yes, the Tinubu camp has said, yes, the more the merrier. But we hear other voices of Joe Ibokwe and all the people who say you step down for him. You hear the senator who said Tinubu should step down for Shiba Joe. Mm. Then what is, why will a person have an aspiration and for your own political reasons, 
expect the other party to step down. Why don't you go into a contest? And that contest has been defined by three channels. Direct primaries, indirect primaries, or consensus. They had the APC at the national convention a short while back. There was a way it played out. There were people who were not so happy on that <laughs> particular night. They were told to step down, and they had no choice. They did that. Um, you, I remember um, a barrister, Rebayo Shitu. I remember there was a certain dada who was contesting for the national... Alumnus of Lautec. Um, there was also his reaction. There were certain reactions on that night that was so obvious that they were not happy they had to step down. They had to step down the night... They were, you know, prepared for an election. Do you see something similar playing out for the presidency in terms of the primaries of the APC? Yes, a lot of people have. I, 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 on Twitter, I followed a lot of people, and uh, I realized that some people are open on a consensus candidate to emerge, and some people are saying, you know, we are going to direct primaries, we are going to go to the convention, and we are going to have votes, and we are, and don't forget the, the a particular section of the. Uh, electoral laws talked about uh, the conditions precedent for for uh, for a consensus candidate. Mm. I doubt if any party can miss it if there's a litigation. Uh, and so, like I discussed with the REC in Ohio State in a few days ago, there, there, there may be a lot of parties down the long run will not have candidates because they would not follow their own processes. And so that is why, even on that day, you saw Idada, you saw an office reporter, you saw uh, the minister, former minister of communications, mm. uh, who, were, who, who were virtually in tears. Some were actually in tears while stepping down. And Lulu, you know, I've spoken to you about this many times. There's a way you lose and you are satisfied in loss, psychologically. Mm. There's a way you lose an election and you are happy that you ran the race, right? Mm. But we cannot say for the APC that they cannot make their rules. Their rules says there's consensus. Now, they say there's consensus and some people have to withdraw from the race. But then, does it not limit or restrict the opportunities of people to vie for positions? Does this internal democracy that has been badly practiced in the APC and PDP presently, that I'll round up now, okay. that has been badly practiced in PDP and APC, in my own estimation, presently, does it not limit the quality of candidates that they put out on the for, for the election. Now these are questions that we can answer yes or no, but they have consequences. But then my grass is not with the APC or the PDP. In my estimation, the APC and the PDP are equal. They are just like uh, six and half a dozen. But what of the other sixteen or eighteen political parties? How Nigerians fixated with the APC or PDP? And Lulu, I can also tell you for free that I know that the president, president of Nigeria. Who come from either the APC or the PDP? In Europe, you think in, so? I think so. From what is happening, I do know this, other political this, parties who uh, you know candidates who you know intending candidates are already Nigerians going across the country. Are fixated with them. There are already eighty-four million Nigerian voters. Eighty-four million, I think, uh, eighty-four thousand and something hundred registered voters on any website, right? Mm. What is the what? What? Uh, how many of them are coming out to vote? The last election. The number of people that did not vote in the presidential election could elect a, a new president. People that stayed away from the election. Now we have security issues to discuss. I, I know you talked about that. Mm. Read it earlier. Where some people are even fearing that the 2020 election may not take place. Mm. But you see, when you look at all this, is, and I tell you that the best the political parties can do is to produce their best through the most acceptable means to the totality of their party. 
because it is only from what they call their best that Nigerians can choose from. Okay, let's uh, move from this now. Let's go to uh, issues of security you have in the Punch newspaper. Insecurity threatening 2023 elections. Can Sultan lament? I'll take details of that real quick. Other statesmen in Nigeria on Monday said accept measures were taken to curtail the trend. Widespread insecurities could scuttle the 2023 general election. The other statesmen, including the president of the Christian Association of Nigeria and Sultan of Sokoto, raised the concern during a security dialogue retreat jointly organized by the Global Peace Foundation and Vision Africa in Abuja. Now, they say in this, and on another hand, you have a story still having to do with uh, you know, the train attack of, uh, you, say, you have it here, uh, terrorists demand detained 16 commanders exchange for over 100 abductees. The bandits who attacked the Kaduna Abuja train are demanding the release of 16 top commanders and sponsors in government custody in exchange for the release of the over 100 individuals abducted from the derailed train on March 28. Dependable security sources said the bandits carried out the violent attack on the train just to abduct passengers who could be who could be used to begin for the release of their commanders and sponsors in detention. You have this uh, in, in the news. Uh, what do you make of um, especially this latter part? I mean, uh, for the first part, talking about um, insecurities threatening the 2023 elections. I do know we've, we've mentioned about how, you know, I think it was a 2015 election at the time where, you know, there was a level, there was a high level of insecurity. But before the elections, the government, you know, of uh, Good Luck Billy Jonathan was able to control things, was able to put it, um, you know, under control, put the situation under control, and the, the election went ahead, even though they had to shift the election at, at, that, at that point in time. Now you have, you know, this, this threat again, you know, based on insecurity. But away from this, you now have the bandits who are calling on the federal government to release... Um, they are the members, top commanders, 16 top commanders and, uh, you know, sponsors, as it were, who are in the detention of a government. Uh, what do you make of the situation? How do you see the government handling the situation when you have a hundred of your citizens, you know, in, you know, the hand of this uh, terrorist, in the hands of this terrorist? And then they are calling for you to release about 16 of the commanders who are currently in government detention. Lulu, is it catching this situation? It's a very dicey situation. Uh, and I know that um, you know when that uh, Bank of Agri MD was released, the 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 video that came out said that the government knows what we want, mm-hmm. and there were a lot of speculations about oh what do they want? What do they want? I didn't even think of it that it could be a prisoner swap mm-hmm. that they wanted. Now this is the thing for me. Uh, there's nothing that is happening that has not happened elsewhere in other parts of the world. The greatest enemy, apart from the Russian government. The greatest enemy of the American government anywhere in the world is the Taliban. And uh, I know in recorded history that the Taliban and the U.S. government have met several times. And they have agreed on prisoner swap in the interest, in the larger interest. Now, we heard this uh, story that uh, it is better for what, that, that the American government will do everything it can to protect even its own citizens. Mm. And they do not mind having to release maybe 10, 20 dangerous people to ensure the safety of one person. I'm not advocating that. Uh, they should, the government should accede. But if anybody had uh, a brother or a son or a daughter or a cousin or a sister or whatever among those abducted people, I think, I doubt if anything will be too much to ask for negotiation, as long as they're not asking for your own life for negotiation. 
And so at this stage now, I don't know the exact number of people that are still with the the, the abducted people. The Nigerian government has to take, take a decision. I was saying that but, about it. But I, I will get out here that uh, even the American government has negotiated many times with the Taliban, and they have and they have done prisoner swap from Guantanamo Bay, mm. Guantanamo Bay, even from the the, the uh, security facilities in Pakistan, in Afghanistan, several places where this has happened in the past. What we should put a premium on is what we can put a premium on, which is the value of a life. We are at the crossroad. Either we find a way to to release them, which in which case there could be collateral damage. The way they can collateral damage, or we let the abductors, and the, the the bandits keep them, and we keep their commanders. Now, what is the value of these bandits in our possession, and what is the value of citizens, helpless citizens, in the possession of the terrorists? Of, of, of terrorists. These are the decisions the government has to take, and I'm not. I doubt if the decision will be taken and put put in public space. But I think the government needs to do everything possible, humanly possible, to ensure that these abducted Nigerians are released to their families in good health now, as soon as possible. Now, now, one of the things you said, you talked about, uh, you know, the Taliban, uh, you know, negotiations. Now, some of this, when there's a prisoner swap, as it were, they are not released back into the American society. Mm-hmm. In this case, if, you know, uh, these commanders, as it were, if they are released, for instance, I mean... Uh, they will go back to you know their camps, but it, but the truth is that would that be would that be more threat? The Nigerian government has already created a amnesty for bandits and terrorists for, for uh, repentant ones. for repentant ones. So that was even done when they were not holding on to any Nigerian citizens. citizens. So there, there there should be there will be level of them communications. These things happen back door, and they are always coming. I'm sure by now the federal government is communicating with them. I know the federal government knows that the most important thing is to ensure that these Nigerians who did not break any law, the only thing they did inadvertently was going on that street the ill-fated day, right? Mm. And then the Nigerian government should do all within its powers and treat them as if people in government were abducted. Mm. Because it's still funny to me how just one person apparently in government has been released and he said, oh, because he's an old man, a young man, forgetting the reason, and others, more than 100 of them, are still there. You saw them yeah, maybe li- lined some, up. Some health reasons also. I'm sure that. virtually all of those people, if they didn't have health issues before, by now will have health issues. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll only hope, uh, we'll, we'll follow that story and only hope for the best uh, in the coming days. I will be following uh, that particular development. Let's move from this now to uh, ASU. You know, I do know you touched on education some point when we were talking about uh, what this administration had done or when you just touched on it uh, briefly now no resumption without meeting our demand asu tells federal government the academic staff union of universities abuja zone says there will be no resumption in public universities until the renegotiated 2009 agreement is signed implemented and the university transparency and accountability solution deployed that's an interesting one there coming from asu now you have another one in the Vanguard newspaper, where uh, Ngige is saying that 
federal government is not against the welfare package for Asu, Sanu and others. The federal government yesterday said it was it was in support of renegotiation of the welfare package for university workers in line with current realities. Uh, this is as the okay. So it, it, it's a two, two-way thing. Um, Asu on one hand is insisting on the renegotiated 2009 agreement. It signed, it's calling for it to be implemented and the University Transparency Accountability Solution deployed. However, you have it from the federal government. It's just uh, subtle, but it's saying that uh, it's in support of a renegotiation of the welfare package for university workers in line with current realities. Those are two different things. You know, as we still insisting on the renegotiated one for 2009, federal government is talking about a renegotiation for in line with current realities. So what are current realities? That's partly the, the question I will be that, asking. The current reality is that, is that the Nigerian government is not sincere. How so? But it, they, it, just, they it, just express their no, own opinion. No, no, no. This, let's interrogate critically. 2009 agreement. What was the value of the Naira in 2009? <clears throat> How much was the bag of rice in 2009? Let's even talk about, let's assume that Asu is asking for only money. That's one of the things that the Nigerian government uses to demonize ASU when they make their demands. Mm. What was the value of rice in 2009? What was the price of PMS, petrol, in 2009? What was the price in 2022? So, in actual fact, if ASU was asking for 10 naira in 2009, I think they actually deserve <coughs> 90 naira now. That's the current reality. But the Nigerian government wants to push to us that the current reality is that it is broke. But the government is broke. As Who told way. you they are broke? I mean, we've been borrowing. Are they reduced their salaries? To show up. Are they reduced their emolument? Are they reduced the, the litany of unneeded... Or maybe the world uh, litany broke, of unneeded, mm-hmm. unneeded aids? Mm-hmm. The government is just not being prudent. The government does not, just not place a priority on education. The Nigerian government is never broke. Recently, did we not go and donate to one government outside Nigeria? If you are broke, you cannot feed your family. Then you go and give another family money. Which parent does that? The Nigerian government, particularly this government, is insincere. Government since 1999 have insincere with education. That's the truth of the matter. But they did, they did bring up, for instance, part of what the ASU is asking for has to do with uh, the university transparency and accountability solution. And it should be deployed. <coughs> I do know, for instance, that the federal government, you know, tried to put it through certain tests and it didn't pass Lulu. the integrity test. Lulu. Lulu. But as we said, insisting on it. So what's the Myself and Olake have been on this show many months. Mm. We have discussed this many times. Mm. And I will state my positions here again. One, anytime there's a conflict between any government and any interest group, by, ne- by my, by, 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 I don't know, I'm not a robot, but my mechanized processing, I will take side with the, with the oppressed. Despite what the facts might be saying? I will take side with the oppressed first. I will wait for the... Because I will not take side with the elephant who wants to crumple under that. Now, having taken side with the oppressed, I will now look at the legitimacy of the demands of the oppressed. Now, in this case, mm. I know that the government is not sincere, but I also know for a fact that the employer has a responsibility to determine how he pays his employee. I know for a fact that the relationship between the federal government of Nigeria and the ASU is that of employer-employee. And that the employee cannot dictate to the employer how he is paid. 
So I'm not with Asu on Utahs. My name is Akim Karim. That's my position. On other positions of end allowance, uh, improve welfare, improve allowances, I'm with Asu. So you're because saying, I know that okay. the Nigerian government do not put in one tenth in capacity development into the Nigerian nation like the ASU is doing or like the other unions in the universities are doing, but on ASU. But then, I don't know if you also read recently that the IPPIS uh, system that the Nigerian government is so proud of was infiltrated into and that there are like 1,500 fake employees earning salaries. Oh. Yes, Google is, you see the story. I'll, I'll, I'll so that means that that IPPIS and UTAS, when you put them side by side, that UTAS will be better than IPPIS. But the truth now is that even the IPPIS that the government wants to use, they now say, oh, UTAS is bad. But I me, mean, the case for me is not that even UTAS is failed the integrity test. Because as I said, how can they fail? How can UTAS fail the integrity test? We know that IPPIS has even failed many integrity tests now. Right? So the position for me is that Apart from the issue of Utahs, let the Nigerian government meet with ASU, meet their demands. Why is it that it is only 56 days after they have gone on strike, you are not even meeting with them? One would have expected a government that is responsible and responsive to the educational units of Nigeria should have met with them under 22 hours. The first thing they said was that we don't know their address. We don't know the address of ASU. How can anybody tell me they don't know the address of ASU? The minister. I think I've found out what you were talking about in terms of the IPPIS, but that's coming from ASU. Uh, ASU is our legend at IPPIS. About two weeks ago, that IPPIS has always been an, a conduit pipe to squander funds. That's coming from the Academic Staff Union of Universities. Well, uh, that, that's an allegation that's necessarily not been proven. There is not even this story. There's uh-huh. a clear story that says that the IPPIS system has been infiltrated into and hacked. Mm. Mm. I'll, I'll look that up. I'll look that up subsequently. Okay, let's uh, move on from that now because uh, there's, there's a whole lot. There's a whole lot on our table. Let's open the phone lines. Let's get your thoughts on some of the stories that made the headlines. I know that uh, one of the primary stories has to do with politics, 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 as it were. So many stories having to do with politics this morning in the papers. You have uh, took uh, quite a number of them. Took quite a number of headlines having to do with politics. I mean, there's this one from Governor Wiki saying Nigeria's dying under Buhari. Well. Uh, that one, uh, of course, uh, the Oshimbajo, uh, Tinumbu, and all of uh, you know, all the reactions from different quarters, Lagos APC, Joe Igbokwe, and uh, different. Uh, there's also another senator, that's a senator Abba Aji, saying a step down for Oshimbajo, advising uh, Tinumbu there. You know, one would ask, why would you? Every Nigerian should be able to contest as you know. Um, what's it called now? Akim Karim pointed out. I, I wish I could retrieve <laughs> what one of my friends posted on Facebook. I don't know. He said, was there any Congress where they had a meeting and it was considered that only Ashwaju Chinubu could determine the political fate of all other all members of the APC? Or even his political I mean, every, every, every political group, every every person will try to say something that will, that will you know, make a hear well, look better. On the, on the, on the long run, the decision is for Nigeria to take. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's All right, let's open the phone line, 80 1079 and 0907-800-1079. Those are the phone lines to join the conversation. 80 and 0907-800-1079. Let's uh, get to the phone lines and get your thoughts on some of the stories that made the headlines. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. 
Morning, Ulu, how are you? And uh, Agim Karim. Morning to you. And you know, I need from Lagos here. Good to have you. Chinobu and Rosubaju, APC, people saying somebody should uh, step down. We, it is very good that Oshibajo came up because there is difference between risk, good risk, and disastrous risk and blind risk. And we cannot afford to place the Nigeria in the hands of somebody that we cannot trust. In 1999, there were posters, the leader we can trust. And let us look at the pedigree. There is no way we can put Nigeria in the hands of Tinobu. I'm saying it with all, it, with all my life. It is not possible. In Europe. I, because we need somebody. No matter how, I don't belong in uh, APC, but we need somebody that we can pull strings. Say, okay, this is uh, one minute, dude. So that is that, not it. Thank God you. bless Nigeria. God bless Nigeria. Quite interesting. Stating his own uh, take on uh, you know one of the candidates there. Oh my, oh my. Well, let's uh, open the floor. Let's uh, take more calls. Uh, I, I do hope uh, others who are you know in support of the you know candidate he just you know he's not supporting they'll turn this into a back and forth zero eight zero double three double two ten seven nine and zero nine zero seven eight hundred ten seven nine hello good morning good morning good morning you know, Lulu, good morning to you good morning. i greet you god bless you i'm kyle from abekuta and i greet uh, akim karim the delectable akim karim god bless you um this morning I have a special note that you brought under with his uh, opinion Nigeria is uh, dying under Buhari. Mm. I think it's a good one coming from Dharma. It's no more strange that we are faced, I'm telling you, faced with every day uh, with much more distressing things around us. Look at the issue of Kaduna boundary where many Passengers were kidnapped or abducted by terrorists, and then they are still wanting. I mean, looking forward to exchange of their assistant top commanders with uh, all this. I think it's a good one if they want share, uh, wanted that with for the benefit for the sake of those ones that are in there there now. I think they should probably do that. The government should negotiate with them and probably release those people to their families. In fact, uh, let me say this. We are so gullible in seconds. this country. Mm-hmm. Our readiness to believe everything under BAT or what do you call it. He told us Buhari was a general, he was this and that in 24th, and that's where we are today. And on ASU, let me say, ASU should be uh, given opportunity for what they are looking for. It's not because they needed the money, but for the vitalization and so on and so forth. Uh, the, 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 the government wants to start works to oh, go on in this country, you, and yet you, they are not ready to be responsible. Why? Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Short past time. I try to give you one minute, uh, 20 seconds thereabout, or 10 seconds. You know, uh, of course, uh, the word gullible is not necessarily a bad word. It's just saying people are easily persuaded to believe something. So uh, let's just know that. Uh, okay, let's move on to other things. Uh, Taking more calls. Hello, good morning. Hello. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Your name and where are you calling from? Do Hello. speak up. Hello, good morning. Good morning. I like you. to my name. Do speak I'm up, please. Me, I, Do speak I up. Like you, no. I like you, Okay, good. Loud and clear. Okay. Uh, on the issue of uh, Asu, I believe the 
There is a system that you to pay them before. Mm. Why are you now burdening ourselves if the state has not love the education? Since you have introduced this system, it is a crisis from us. And again, this system are operating from the U.S. Why are we? Why are we want to change? Want to do our own? Our own thing. Do our own thing. It is now from the U.S. From all those that are in contact of that is the decision and at home now. Since when? You don't have this trend. You said you don't have money. You are taking another another university. Because, because on this one, you can't get anything to say. On that one, when you are contacted and you want to be this, because you say you waste money. You believe on that. All right, thank you for your thoughts. Don't share for Thank you for your thoughts. Thank you for your thoughts. Can't really make out what you're saying, I have to be honest. So, uh, okay, uh, let's take more calls, 0803-222-1079 and 0907-800-1079. Those are the phone lines to be a part of a conversation this morning. I just hope that um, very soon uh, some of these other candidates, about 35 has been listed so far, um, I, I don't know, in the Vanguard newspaper, that they, they, they move on to start sharing the ideas, what they really want to do for Nigeria and how they want to achieve these things. So it's not just mudslinging, it's not just mudslinging, because... Uh, they will not, you yeah. and I know. They will, they will, they will Com- really set narratives. And unfortunately, Nigerians do so, You're so we confident don't, don't, that they will not. They will campaign. What, they will make They promises. go to campaign to go and sing. Now, Lulu. Lulu, they go to campaign to they go and do sing. do more than that, Akin. And when they are invited to town hall meetings for what questions will be asked, they evade it. Some do go. And what's been the impact? Uh, they didn't get into office. <laughs> I mean, uh, so the ones who attended quite a number. We don't, of we don't even ask. The Nigerians don't even mm. ask the right questions. Mm. At this point, the right question will have been to Shwaju. How do you, you want have to said you want to continue? Things. You said you want to continue with President Mohamed initiatives. Mm-hmm. People have felt that those initiatives are disastrous. In and in my own opinion, messy. Now, how are you going to turn it around? How do you intend to do this? Questions. But two figures, People not just do. imaginary figures. Oh. Mm. oh, employment rate, what's our GDP? What do we get from here? How are you going to stop this work on insecurity? But what we have is jamboree. Jamboree mm. at campaign grounds. And mm. youths like you and I go there and jump up and wear T-shirts. Women go there and later they complain of hunger. When you are supposed to ask them critical questions, do you go there and allow them to go scot-free? I will also try to see if, um, you know, subsequently we'll be able to... Uh, on, I don't know, maybe it might be in the battle uh, to speak with uh, some of the you know, presidential hopefuls in other parties outside of the APC other parties? and uh, the PDP because that's one of the things you raise that, uh, you know, maybe we get to talk more about uh, Most this, of those this, this other parties. parties, presidential hopefuls, are only on social media. Uh, how so? Come on, come on. <laughs> I, I've seen I've seen them go round and round Nigeria You oh. get received like these other candidates we're talking about in or or the hopefuls in uh, these two parties. Let's pick calls. Hello, good morning. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Your name and where are you come? I greet you. Yes, Engineer Apolabi. I'm calling from Songo. Of course, go ahead. Uh, you you see? Yes, uh, one minute, okay. Go, one minute, one minute. Just go ahead, go ahead. Only one minute. Uh, oh, you're taking time. You have, you, have scared me. you have scared me. You have scared me before I started. You only... Not mention one minute to others. You will only want to use yeah, to me. Why? Why is it so late? That's the rule. But uh, okay, ahead. okay, okay. Yeah. So yeah, and on the on the on the, on the security, I think um, the federal government is not uh, honest enough for telling us that the terrorists 
uh, the, the bandits are not the original Boko Haram. These terrorists that we are asking for, I mean, these are Boko Haram, I mean, bandits that are asking for the commander to be released. The, the, the terrorists have commanders, I mean, I mean bandits have commanders. Is it not the commanders of the Boko Haram? Is, is that not an evidence enough for them to have tried many of the those who are in detention? So that they would have done on their fate. Telling us that so there are, there are a lot of skeptical to you know to, to, to think about in the in the area of uh, government involvement in this security issue. I, I can tell you I am whether there are going to be elections in twenty twenty three. Good morning. Okay, you can tell me whether they're going to be elected. I didn't quite get that latter part. Of course, uh, you, you can't necessarily tell if, uh, you know, what, whatever camp it is that uh, these people belong to, those who are, you know, in the camp, uh, those who are in detention currently. But it also shows, because I think it did mention an insincerity, but if the government have them, you know, that means uh, the government has been doing something to stem, you know, the actions of these terrorist organizations, as it were, organization. That's why they would have commanders up to about 16, issues that the government is doing something in terms of security and that has affected you know probably the terrorists and they had to react by you know the actions they took let's open more let's open the phone line still and take more calls uh let's get your thoughts on some of the stories hello good morning hello hello good morning hello good morning hello oh my we can hear you go ahead Hello, good morning. Good morning. Are you there? Can you hear us? Or can you hear yes, me? Hello, can you hear me? Am I audible? Yes, you are. Loud and clear. Okay, thank you. Good morning. Allah, but you are my name. Go ahead. I think people are confusing morality with constitutionality. Hmm. There's nothing during uh, PYO uh, from contesting against, as, uh, as people have been saying, is one-time uh, benefactor which I don't really believe you know, in entirety. So if he grown up and uh, is, a, is an adult, he has been in that power, he's gotten every right to contest against him. And you know why I've been telling people all these noises are unnecessary and all these arguments. If you are not a category member of APC and you are not a delegate in that party, so we don't need all this. Money. All the social media will count from nothing at the end of the day. Let's just wait and see how the family will pan out. Because the last time I checked, if whoever, Amichi, Umayi, and all of them, so whoever happens to you know, eventually emerge as the standard bearer of the party, becomes the real deal and the person we cannot start talking about. So if PYO has been from another party, so that would have been a, it would have been much more interesting. So please let's not be crank, crank, cranking our heads against each other unnecessarily Thank at this stage. Unless you are a party member. Thank you for your thoughts. My, my. Okay, still taking more calls. Uh, different opinions there on what's playing out in different in this uh, different parties ahead of the twenty twenty three elections. Okay, let's take more calls. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Good morning to you. Am I on the radio? You are on. This is Fresh 107.9 FM. Your name and where you coming from? I'm Ola. I'm coming from Ishaga. Go ahead, Ola. Um, they said anything that us you must talk to. You can remember our different people. They are part of the returning officer for this election. That all these people in the past. For seven years, didn't have anything. So you should know. So you you laugh. They are the returning officer. So it's like a camera. 
So, you know, when when a very tactical person like President Muhammad Abari wants to know whether you are corrupt, so he first allow you to work for him. And when it depends on you working for him, they will throw something on your, at you. If you grab it, they don't monkey you with that. And you see, these people, they are asking, for seven years, <laughs> eh? For seven years, you just, just, just think just think about it. For seven years, professors were part of the people, the people of government, professors were calling, obtaining result election because of that, but this, and the money given to them finished. The government knows how to deal with people now. If you are corrupt in the system. So for me, it's like I'm not working for other people. And I think they should they should go and uh, stay, I mean, iron the things out themselves. Because they are putting a lot of students into trouble. Ten, ten, so ten, the ten, point ten. is that that's how they are protecting. Mm. Are, yes, I think that, that would be my take. Right. That would be my take. Let me just stop there. Thank, Thank you. Thank you for your thoughts. Umar, uh, you used a, a slang there, which I, I'm not quite clear with. Uh, it said monkey or something. Monkey, you. Something I, I really can't make out what that means, but still taking more calls 080 1079 and 0907-800-1079. That's the last call we'll be taking this morning. Hello, good morning. Hello, hello, good morning, Mr. Lulu. Good morning to you, and uh, Mr. Kim Karim. Good morning, sir. Well done, sir. Yeah, my name is Folani Golan from Shagawile. Yeah, let me have my take this morning. Yeah. Uh, to the uh, Baba Jinubu and uh, Oshizubaju, you know, trying to mask themselves, you know, to uh, show their aspiration, you know, to become a president. You know, the fact remains that I still want more races because these races that we see are old races that we have been seeing. Me personally, I still want more. I want more of them to come out so that we can be able to pick. Not that really two people is enough. I want more. You know, even in other parties, they can be able to be proven, you know, that they are something, they have something in, in, in stock for us to, to, do, to do for us in the country. Mm. And most importantly, to the ASU, uh, I think I have said it for more than two months now that the minister involved in the labor, you know, he has to be either resigned or they remove it until we have a peace of mind of all these strikes, 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 strikes. Look at us now. I don't know when they are going to come back. Because me, I'm tired. Uh, I'm, I'm tired of talking to them that, okay, they should go back. So if everything should be like this, then we'll see how it goes. If you can remove the, the, the man in question, I think the, there should be a case. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you for your thoughts. Okay, this is where we draw the curtains on today's edition of Freshly Pressed on Fresh 107.9 FM. Thank you for your various contributions. Um, before you round up, I think uh, we should also appeal to people. The continuous voter registration is on. We should not just continue to lament and agonize on social media. Mm. Uh, the other day, never done. There were four youths in the studio, and none of them had a voter's card. And I'm sure if we ask here now, many, uh, I doubt if youths, particularly the Osaka generation, who won't change. We do, I'm not, I'm not even registered to vote. So we should register to vote, and on the election day, vote in credible candidates. Mm. Very important. It's not enough to so lament. It's not enough to lament and agonize. Oh, yeah. We have to take our destiny to our hands and move and create the Nigeria of our dream. And create the Nigeria of our dream. We hope for the very best going forward in terms of development in the country. And of course, uh, towards 2023, that, you know, some of the challenges the country is currently facing, which was highlighted by Khan and even the Sultan of Sokoto in terms of insecurity. That gets resolved ahead of the elections. So we'll come your way again. My name is Lulu Fadoju. Thank you for being a part of the program and enjoy the rest of your day.
National Lottery Regulatory Commission for Wasi. Download the Fresh FM app on your Android phone, tablet to listen to Fresh FM anywhere in the world. To download, go to Google Play Store and App Store. Search for Fresh FM Nigeria. Select the icon, tap, and install for free. Follow the on-screen instructions, complete the installation, and get our content anywhere on.